0: It was a tale of two teams this week, astronomical highs and unbelievable lows. Tyson had the games of his life, and Fran failed to work up the courage to ask Kelly to be his boyfriend. Alas, you're listening to Can't Read, Can't Write. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Can't Read, Can't Write, the podcast that proves... Spartans can talk. I'm Mike Jones, joined by the unflappable Kevin Greck and the flappable Alex Plum. Those are easy wow. words to say, gentlemen.
1: Easy it's words.
2: unfathomable to me, Michael Jones, that you would introduce the podcast in such a way. Yes. It, it disgusts me. It's upsetting. I feel flapped now.
3: I was already flapped. I'm, one might even say, unfathomably flapped did
2: did you use flapped because of flappers for plum is that where that came from it is Why i've plum?
3: always i've been a roaring 20s enthusiast for so long and he's known that
2: this is disappointing yeah <laughs> you're a disappointment this is disappointing how are you both I doing know, i don't know how plum puts up with this honestly i'm doing great Wait. i i have over here a Courage and Conviction American Single Malt Whiskey here. Oh, Courage firm. and Conviction. Uh, they're going American Single Malt these days, courtesy of Mr. Mike Jones, the better one. Wow. And, uh, if you see a Courage and Conviction bourbon cask in stores, pick that thing up. Okay. This is a, this is good, man. I as, much as, as much as I'd like to make fun of them for go, for calling it an American Single Malt, I like it. It's well, a bit of a problem for me.
3: And for as much as we, and I should say correctly, uh, raz you for mm-hmm. your complete incoherence as regards the taste of any edible object, yeah. you do know scotch and yeah. whiskey. So we can appreciate this recommendation.
2: About my palate, as unsullied as it is.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's it.
2: Unsullied feels really actually quite
0: apt for what your, your palate is. <laughs> Unsullied by taste. Uh, uh, Plum, and you're doing well, I assume, I hope?
3: I've got a lot of feelings. I'm drinking Fireball tonight to help them come out. So yeah. we'll see. Stay tuned. <laughs> the outline actually
0: is Chaka a block with plum bombs just, that are ready to be just
2: dropped. plum
0: opportunities
3: oh i like that
0: <laughs> all right thank you everyone for listening uh if we could ask a small favor please share the pod with spartans your life uh please do rate review and subscribe wherever you get podcasts of course follow us on twitter and instagram at spartan underscore pod uh what are we doing this week who wants to who
2: wants to hop in here uh, green Wall. Basketball. Uh, off Grand River. Preview. Nebraska. Ohio State. Senior Night. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Did you hear that, everyone? Bu- 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 by- and then, as always, those Twitter questions.
0: Alright. Let's head be- uh, behind that green wall. We have two basketball games to chat about. Uh, Which one
2: do you guys a- want to talk about? Do you guys want to talk about the, the, the good one? Or the yeah. meltdown one?
0: <laughs> I mean, hey. <laughs> I look, we're going to get to the meltdown, but it would I find I find basketball season a bit frustrating for this podcast in that (laughs) just a bit. Well, no, no, no. Like if this was football, we'd have an entire episode where we celebrated a win over a number 17 ranked team. Mm. Like we I mean, I don't know that we're 15 points better than Indiana, but we beat Indiana handedly at home sure um and so like let's spend a second chatting about it uh, let's revel in it, baby
2: and you especially believe that we beat them handily if you were watching the broadcast and you didn't see the first 10 minutes of the game but for some of us that were there <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell I- you this game started like a doo doo kaka. Well,
0: I actually like, let's talk about sort of the broadcast situation for a second because I'm, I marvel at people who are uh, freaking out that they, ha- they supposedly have to watch another game that's running over because mm. that means you have, you have cable. And if you right. have cable, that means you can log into ESPN.com through your cable and resolve provider. your own issue. And yep. watch the game on That's right. ESPN, the Ocho or wherever the Ocho broadcast. It's the Ocho. Always. Um, but so let's, uh, yeah, let's start with, I guess, it, let's start with the beginning of the game. That feels like the right place because I, but the bulk of the notes that I took on this game were a reflection of the beginning 10 to 14 minutes of it where, the offense was so out of sorts and the only way we were hanging in the game was by making isolation three-pointers from well beyond the arc. Yep. Like, I mean, mm. the credit is that we shot sort of our minds out, uh, but, like, that's not, that wasn't offense that I was mm. seeing. Right. Uh, I think A.J. Hogard who ended up with a pretty okay stat line performed like shit to start this game.
2: Yes. Well, everyone wearing green and white uh, started the game that way uh, in my estimation. I, mean, I but, Well, so the reason I put it on estimation. AJ is
0: that his job is to get the offense moving and the passes AJ Hogard was making at the beginning of the game were so off target. They -hmm. didn't necessarily result in turnovers though. Many did. He had three turnovers in this game to only five assists, but at times he had someone who was open, but the, the pass didn't go to the shooter's pocket so they could actually execute on a shot. So by the time they, they, they gathered the ball and were able to shoot, the defender had closed back out on them. Mm. Um, so, you know, it, this felt like a what we've seen before from A.J. Hogard at times and, and what's I think is concerns me about whatever step he might be able to take next year. You, you say, oh, maybe he gets better at his, his three point shot. Right. Like, that's great. Maybe he gets better at finishing with contact. That'd be great. Get to the foul line more often. Um, but it is his it's the focus component of his game. That that concerns me because I don't know th- that's that's not an off season skill set. And mm. I didn't mean to, I didn't expect to complain this much about a 15 point win.
2: <laughs> I know, yeah. Especially know. when you started with like we should be celebrating a win. Yeah, I know, you know I know. The I know. Ranked <laughs> <about>. <laughs> well,
3: let's, I mean, that's all fair, but let's talk about because this ended up portending the opposite that ended up happening in Iowa. Tyson Walker. Yeah. Five for yeah. seven on threes. And I think, you know, we've been really consistent around how not every three is made the same. You can't find more important threes in a game
2: yeah. wow. than the
3: threes that Tyson hit. They the were, couldn't, couldn't miss, but, but they were game changing. They were tempo changing. They were temperature changing. They, those threes win us the game. Those threes don't happen. We do not win the game. Or at least it's inconceivable to me how we catch Fire like we did. It was over. Everyone knew it was over. The kid kid was shooting threes from basically the bench. He was standing out of bounds and shooting the threes, and they were allowing. He was standing on top of the scorer's table and hitting threes, the deepest of threes.
0: And I think also we saw, and we saw this again in Iowa, where they, it, it, this turned into sort of our late shot clock at Iowa that we'll get to, but mm. like I it, t- Tyson Walker... They'd come up, they'd set a screen, and then they said Tyson Cook. Like, And, and that is what yep. happened over and over and over yep. again is that, that Indiana, because of Trace Jackson Davis, it, either he came out to hedge on the Tyson Walker uh, ball screen, in which case he ended up getting cooked by the time Tyson drove down the lane, or Tyson just took the three. Just took the three was, over him. Yeah, it was and it was great.
3: Not, and not least of which because he has such a resting baby whiny face. And so to Who? see Who? Trace Jackson Davis. Oh, okay, I just. Yeah. No, no, I love I love that. I don't taste. doesn't look like a baby. Trace doesn't look happy. Even when he's smiling, he looks like he's
2: pouting. More like Sad he's working face. at a CVS.
3: Like so- he's working at making
2: a poop. <laughs> Related. <laughs> Point. This was the first time me seeing Trace Jackson Davis from a different angle that wasn't the TV angle. I had him sort of like going up and down the court. Yeah. He runs with like his arms sort of down at the side. Yeah, And they just sort of flail like down Dickinson? there. Like Steven Seagal, actually. I oh, Take a moment to no. go to YouTube Oof. and watch you- – Watch a YouTube video of Steven Seagal running and they're very similar. It's just like his upper, like his shoulders move back and forth and his arms just sort of flail down low. And it's, it's very off putting by a guy that's going to be first team, all big 10. Um, th- th- like it's the least athletic run I've ever seen. So do do face least athletic run. I don't, I don't know. I, it doesn't look good for the, the TJD.
3: So I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen Steven Seagal run. So when I think of Steven Seagal running, what I think of is Will Sasso playing Steven Seagal on <laughs> Mad TV in the 90s. That's what I have. And so I have that image of like dangle arms. And that is bringing me real, real ineffable joy right now. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Maddie. Hustle. Hustle yes. kid.
2: This must be fast. This must be discussed. Maddie had marty has got motor out of the gym right now. He's the opposite of a Pierre Brooks. Um, Sleepy. Yeah. He basically said, Pierre, let me bother all of your, your given S Yep. and I'll just, I'll, I'll bottle it up and, uh, I will. I will make plays. I'll go after rebounds. I'll go after loose balls. I will, my body will bounce out of bounds while I'm trying to get loose balls from across the court. Like it doesn't always end up perfectly, but it's the type of stuff that MSU teams need. And uh, I love him for it. I love him for it right now.
3: Well, he was, he was fantastic. He was working a mile a minute. I was over the moon with him. And Kohler, can we talk about that kid? Because again, those first, first half, half minutes—oh yep. my god—it was it just was orchestrated. And this for me was the best part about that first half. That was the whole. Re- it was like the season's redemption arc, or if the season's redemption
2: certainly arc certainly was the game's sure. redemption arc.
3: But there was just so much redemption in it, and you had guys off the bench like a Kohler, this true freshman Jackson Kohler, just un believable physicality stepping in for Maddie when we needed him to in, in moments where, you know, again, playing off of these long threes that Tyson's get. I mean, I just, oh that felt good.
2: There's a 10 minute mm. window from the, what would it be? Something like the 13 minute mark in the first half to the five ish minute mark, seven ish minute mark in the second half. Where they recovered from a nine point deficit to a fourteen point uh advantage. There it is. And that's basically the game. That yep. that ten minute window there, including halftime, is basically the game. And that got kicked off. It wasn't entirely, but that got kicked off by Jackson Kohler. Just you <laughs> know, some of the moves that he was making. Wow. Um, not getting blown up on defense, doing okay on defense, holding his own, but then also just sort of you know, yanking the cord, getting MSU going, and um, yeah, got to give him credit.
0: Well, let's let's talk about the defense for a second because uh, it was paired with that bad start offensively at the beginning. Was I thought single handedly the worst defensive game plan I've maybe ever seen from Tom Izzo. I I I don't. I'm not. I'm not trying to be exaggerative here. I mean, we, we know that this team, that would be unfair for all,
1: for all the, uh, positives of it, that there are athletic
0: shortcomings. I know you're just pleased with yourself right now, Greg. But
1: I'm I'm pleased (laughs) with them. I'm pleased (laughs) with them.
0: The, uh, the, the, at the beginning of the game, there was a decision to double, Trace Jackson Davis. Yeah. Right. And the double was almost always coming from Hauser being sort of the naturally tallest person that, that would be there, but caused a bunch of rotation around because Trace Jackson Davis is not a bad passer. So sure. it, it was, it was resulting in Indiana's ability to, to really, I mean, just get whatever they wanted. Uh, but we and- had,
2: we had bad switches on defense. Yeah. We call that, you know, that's a little, with uh, it, the foreshadow, uh, foreshadow right there. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, so, it well, it wasn't even switching. They just had to like. I mean, it, it was it the was a double game plan. This, yeah. It was it was just you had to rotate. You had to rotate men, and it was it was terrible. Uh, and thankfully they went away from it mid game and just decided to dig down, which was quite effective against Trace Jackson Davis. I, I mean, I, he ended up with an okay stat line by almost anybody's standards except his own. Mm. Uh, so eight for 13 from the field, three for six from the free throw line, seven boards, 19 points, uh, seven boards is below his season, season average. 19 points is below his season average. Like it was a, it, it became effective because I think he racked up quite a few points while we were doubling. Um,
2: I think probably assists happened, were
0: largely out of that that time frame too.
2: I think probably what happened is the the coaching staff was on the bench. They saw the angle that I saw of Trace Jackson Davis, and they yep. said it would be unbecoming of this team to double a, a guy that runs like that. Right, we're going to hedge. You know, yep. Um, and that you was had an
0: opportunity to double down on your your bit, by the way, and you you didn't
2: take it.
3: I moved down. I'm on, won't on the better. Mm, unbelievable. <laughs> unfathomable really
2: uh all right that was uh that's all the good news do we want to wallow in our own filth well let's talk, talk about, about this Iowa game well let's
3: talk about defense I mean we can talk about the threes that we did hit that Tyson did hit we had another round of amazing threes unfortunately Iowa had some better ones but but let's let's leave that alone because big credit to Iowa and there's a lot to unpack there let's talk about defense because this was a defensive catastrophe and, and it, and it, it is both uh, on the players and it's also on the coaching. And while I'm not burning the house down and saying, Tom needs to be lit on the pyre of my, you know, Ooh, I was gonna say my, the pyre of my ire. <laughs>
1: uh,
3: <laughs> uh, he, he fucked up. He fucked up bigly and he, and he owned that, which was what we love about Tom.
2: But you've got to if you're Tom. You can't let the team... uh, In case anyone is listening to this podcast, but for some reason you don't know, MSU had a 10-point lead with 40 seconds left and still managed to lose. So, um, anyway. uh, Yeah, so it's a
0: 112-106 loss to Iowa in overtime at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. So we'll set the table there.
3: Um, The... Can we just say this too? First time since a 2006 uh, triple overtime loss to, con- to Gonzaga, last time that Michigan State scoring in triple digits loses.
2: So I wanted to know when the last time just to scored in triple digits in the in regular yeah. regulation time. Yep. Uh, I haven't seen that. It was a 13-point advantage with 40 seconds left. So, yeah, so um, let's, I, let's say something nice. Because I think we're going yeah. to
0: spend a lot of time on the negative. And the fact of the matter is, this was the most efficient output offensively. And I don't care how bad on defense that Iowa is. That is easily the most efficient output on offense. MSU went 11 for 15 from three-point land in this game. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, I, I'll say I'll start. I know it's easy because Tyson scored 31 points, but I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on that MSU decided at, at some point in time early in the game that if it was late in the shot clock, they were playing ISO ball, and it was, it was Tyson Walker. Like, we're not going to try and get a last-second bullshit to come off of a screen. It's no, right. just give the ball to Tyson and let him do his thing because he's, he's the only one who can create on his own, and he's not going to take a bad shot. And so, yeah. you know, he's not always going to go 11 for 15 from the field. Like, that's but the the point is you knew you were getting a quality shot from him, an open shot from a good shooter. So that was my like that's actually a sustainable good takeaway from this team. Anyone else want to say something nice? Jade Akins uh, is right there for anyone who's talked shit about Jade Akins.
2: Jade Nakins had a fantastic game. Great Bonnie game. continued to have a a good game. AJ Hogard had a had some blunders but hit the free throws down the stretch. We need to remember that that he did his job down the he stretch. He did his job. 100% I know he missed that last one. Duh, but d- he, fuck but that. He's seven of four that. Fuck that. Fuck that.
3: 12 for 14. Now I am unreasonably wedded to 100% free throw shooting and even I find the digs at AJ for missing that free throw to be noxious and inhumane mm-hmm. fuck off that's a just a terrible take and the reason yeah, the kid is were, smiling so out there the game before that and the reason the kid is smiling out there is because he's incredulous at the fact that he's there again yeah uh, and he's how talking, like, is this on him making these i can't keep doing this statistically
2: oh I, I, uh, there was a lot of wailing and gnashing of teeth. Like truly there was on social media after this game, Jonesy, you and I talked about it afterwards. My position of this loss is that there was a basketball miracle that took place at Carver Hawkeye. There was that day. That was, there were, there was a bad turnover. There were, there were some bad switches. Yep. There were problems. But the truth of the matter is that Iowa hit ridiculous threes that should, yes. are basically impossible, impossible to it's happen. Almost, it, it has to happen the way that it happened for Iowa yep. for, it to have, for them to have won. And the fact that our, our guy, I went to Bart Torvik here because he has a little thing on his win probability scale where yep. he does a like win secured, safely reached. And I was like, I know, MS, you got a safe lead and then still lost. And it's true. Connor McCaffrey missed a three-point jumper with 56 seconds left. He gave Iowa a 0.1% chance of winning. And it's true. It's probably, it's probably actually giving them too much credit. Yeah. What happened is a one in a 10,000 type of thing.
3: It's, and... it's, thank you. Thank you for saying it. Because you are absolutely right. And this doesn't absolve us of anything. This isn't to say if even one thing that went wrong had gone right, we wouldn't have lost because we wouldn't have. Yeah. Simple timeout, earlier foul, any of these things all would have interrupted the chain you of chaos. A, getting a defensive rebound. Like, even in, one I mean, defensive rebound. Even even just challenging on yeah, some of at, the rebounds convincingly
2: back that what's his name had, uh, the, the, the guard, like, yes, uh, Perkins, um, Perkins was able to get in there and put that defensive, that it uh, was that unbelievable. it was unbelievable. I mean, it was all actually, of, it was I was watching said, in real time. Yeah. Jonesy.
0: Uh, oh, apparently Perkins said, uh, afterwards that he's like, Tyson's not boxing out. Hmm. And so, which, you know, it, but again, it, like, it, it's possible you get on the offensive train and you think that that's the way you win the game instead of doing the things that you need to do on the other end.
3: Well, and let, so let's name this. We knew going into this that Fran, th- their team couldn't be bothered to defend. We, we knew this. This was this was known. Glass cabinet. This team, if they want to win. And Tom doesn't. Tom doesn't want to win. He wants to get to the tournament. He does not care about winning any tournament. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't care about winning. He does, you know this. I know this. We all know this. If, we, if, if Tom cared about winning, and I love Tom, if he cared about winning, he would learn how to play a consistent fucking goddamn game of basketball. But he can't do it. He coaches our team every fucking game to play to the weaknesses of our opponents. If they can't defend, we sure as shit will not defend. If they struggle to rebound, we're not even going to go up. This is is the hallmark of what makes Michigan State basketball so unfathomably fun to watch. (laughs) And you can disagree with me, and you probably have citations to back you up, but I'll never believe them. And I I don't know what to say. Uh, I, you, you said it well, Kevin. You said it well.
0: I have some questions about vaccines. I don't think they work. Do you have any citations?
3: <laughs> you, Michael, your opinions are valid. <laughs>
2: um, we're just asking questions here. We're just asking
3: questions here. Uh,
2: listen, I, I think that we could have a complete meltdown. I think we could do all those things. Another thing that could have happened. Well, no, no, let's no, bring, the, no, let's no. bring the let's bring the officials into this, shall we? No, no, so I was, right. gonna, I was no, just no, taking no, a breath. No, I was
1: going to no, take a no, breath.
0: No, we don't get to because I, it is like, I you are right, Kevin and Alex, that Thank Iowa you. had to do everything that they did on it on a yep. statistically improbable. I mean, even making open threes, people yep. don't make it that percentage. So Iowa in particular lately has not been able to hit the broadside of a barn, a a structure they're all too familiar with in Iowa. (laughs) And, and and yet they did in that moment, but it does not mean that you get to be absolved of the fact that you could, that that it was a winnable game, Michigan state. Like, and, and I, I will, I'll shit on Tom for not taking the time out. Like if your worry was icing AJ, get out. Like, that's stupid. Set your fucking defense, man. Also, uh, look, we don't even need to get the fouling because I understand Tom doesn't foul. I know he doesn't foul. Actually, he
2: did earlier this year. He said in the press conference he never even thought about it, but he did think about it earlier this year. And when he did it, my brain exploded out of the back of my head, and I used blood to write it on the wall. (laughs) But he actually did the thing that statistics (laughs) say you're supposed (laughs) to to fucking do. I know, but I'm going to, I'm going to
0: allow Tom to revert to him. Like, I'm not going to get on him because I know his philosophy, generally speaking. You're right. But, but besides that, that means then Tom, that if you'd set your defense, maybe you could have coached up to the moment that they were about ready to be in. But either way, your team didn't switch, and it's not like it was the first time they didn't switch in this miracle run of Iowa. They routinely didn't switch. He could have said, hey, by the way, guys, get a fucking rebound. Like, I know it didn't end up coming to that, but, like, these were opportunities you had, Tom. But I'm going to put it on Tom because he is in charge. It is his team, and he should have done – a timeout at any point in time, frankly, to say anything, any one thing, choose one thing. But, but it, it, it it remains that Iowa didn't go uh, out of their gourd making threes. They in fact missed threes and we didn't get the rebound. Like it it is the effort shit that we failed at. We, we failed at this game. And so I like, you're right. Iowa had to do something incredibly improbable. It it is crazy what happened statistically, but we could have won this
2: game. And so my yes. my only it's when when we say it was a winnable game, like this is the most winnable loss you have ever, ever seen in your in your fandom, or will ever see in your fandom. Just, and I just want to say hierarchy of games that are infuriating.
0: If this game had more stakes to it. It, oh, would it would up be up there with Syracuse in terms yeah, of games. Was, like this was if this. I know some I'll, listeners and friends of the pod think that this portends an nit appearance.
2: Well, we'll get I, to that in just a second. But but I just, <clears> just <throat> need
0: to say, it's not that high.
2: Well, uh, uh, go ahead. Good. Ahead. Well, I'm going to ask you a question. I don't know if you're ready to move on yet, Plum. So go, go, well, and then I'll go. Okay.
3: Well, I I just I wanted to say. It breaks my heart for Tyson Walker.
2: Yeah.
3: <clears throat> that he has a career high 31 points. Great point. Jay Nakin's too, by the way. 21. And this is the outcome. It is, that's, I mean, that's truly why we, this, this is unfathomable. I mean, this is, it's it, just, it's, 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 it's stupid. It's, I don't have a word. It's stupid. Fuck. Ah, uh, it's, that, that, Tyson that for North me Eastern. is what's so hurtful. Okay. Tyson
0: came from Northeastern. He was used to putting up a ton of points and losing. So that's great point. Fired. That's great point. Yeah, well so said.
2: We do. We there are two things we got to talk about. One is if this causes a spiral and the team doesn't win again for the rest of the year, yeah. then we'll point back at this. I don't think that's going to happen because I think this team has some metal, and I think we kind of know what we've got with this team. Yeah. The other thing is Plum, Uh Let's say you're an official, right? Oh, You've boy. been an official once or twice. Oh boy. And a coach walks up to you and stares you down like that. How, how do you not tech them up? Uh, yeah. Okay. I got a lot of feelings on this. You
3: So uh, listeners of this podcast will know that I refereed in the Big Ten soccer. <laughs> not quite as exciting as basketball. I never got to referee with TV Teddy Valentine. That's my loss, really. Um, what happened there on a nationally broadcasted game, though I know that I think this happened during the timeout, so I don't think anyone would have Mm -hmm. seen this.
2: Um, We all saw it, though. Well, we (laughs) all saw it.
3: We all all saw it afterwards, didn't we? Um, And that's the point, I think, ultimately. Uh, Fran McCaffrey, uh, during a timeout, left his huddle. Maybe didn't even go into the huddle. Didn't even bother. Stood about, what would you say, seven, eight feet away from? I mean,
2: to the point where it was... Just the two of them. There were 10, just thousand people in the place, but it was just the two of them. And, that and he
3: just, he held eye contact and he stared at Kelly Pfeiffer. Now Kelly Pfeiffer is a big Ten official. He's on the younger side. He's kind of an up and comer. He's been doing big, big 10 games for a few seasons. Now, generally folks think I uh, just, in general, there was a article done a couple years ago where they anonymously polled coaches about their favorite and least favorite, um, college basketball officials, Kelly came up mixed reviews. Folks didn't think, didn't think he had much of a personality. Doesn't really do a lot of talking and socializing, but generally they think his foul selection foul recognition is very good. Um, so that's what gets him the games, right? And, and in the official officiating world, you either have a big personality and you can talk to coaches and you can get them on your side because at this level, the coaches are who select the officials that work their games. They're not choosing who refs a particular game, Right. They don't do a signing, but they have a huge hand in the officials that get added to the conference D1 lists. So you were either a, a marksman behind the whistle and you, you get your fouls right. Not only are you recognizing fouls that correctly occur, but you're also selecting fouls that need to be called in the play of game. Because a thousand fouls happen and you don't call them all and there's reasons for that. He doesn't have personality. So it's typically his foul selection. On the other hand, by the way, Larry Scarato couldn't fucking identify a foul if it was on a flip (laughs) card. Couldn't do it. But he's an affable guy who can talk to the coaches and has excellent rapport. As a a cop, too? Probably. Oh, yeah. In Florida, right? We think we talked about this. So anyway, all I can tell you is Kelly Pfeiffer's from Iowa. He sees Iowa probably more than any other school. Kelly knows where his bread is buttered, mm. and and he let Fran pull out his penis and just slap him in the face with it three, four, five, six times. Just the Daddy D, rub it on the nose, and 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 all Kelly could do was lick his lips. He tried. In this bizarre interlude to step forward as if to invite a conversation, which, of course, there was no conversation. I think that's chicken shit. Now, I don't know who had already teed up Fran earlier in the game. um, But what I know is that was it, Kelly? So there is a little bit of a pressure there in basketball. Officiating officials are very reluctant to issue by themselves the second technical
2: themselves. My guess is. My question for you then, Plum, yeah. Isn't it on there's it's not just Kelly Pfeiffer on the floor. If there's you're there's two other official and you yeah. see this situation and you understand all these dynamics, you would have done it. Isn't it on you but, to get involved in this and tee him up and be like you can't drink yes, one of my it officials. Yes. It is
3: it is it is and it should have been, but you have to understand where their positions are on those TV timeout huddles. Each official is on a baseline minding the huddle and then the, a third official is at center court. And so sometimes they will go conference with each other. My, and we don't know because of the way the camera. My guess is that two were huddled somewhere, probably by the Michigan state um, bench, which left Kelly alone, which meant no one else could see it. And mm-hmm. so I think those two factors combined why he didn't do what any objective referee, anyone that's ever officiated a game would tell you that was intimidation. Yes.
1: Oh, the,
3: yeah. the leagues, the leagues don't stand for it. Taunting is immediately technical. I mean, they're teeing up players left and right for anything they even think could be taunting.
2: I think yeah. I mean, in, France in, should be fined.
3: He that. should be. He should be fined. He should be fined. He should have been ejected. Well, um, you can't. You can't find him now, right? Because you can. Yeah, they, they can do whatever they want. I mean, they can't. They can't eject him they wouldn't be able to make him sit out probably unless there was some other clause of the sportsmanship code
2: Michigan State back and have him take yeah that's right from yeah from that minute yeah maybe now if you find him it's like an acknowledgement that he should have been teed up during that's what i'm saying acknowledgement of the but that's
3: never stopped uh, the conferences i mean that to, to be fair that's the one thing the acc does right and it is the only thing that the acc does right is they are quick to admonish their referees and to admonish their coaches when shit happens. And they'll mm-hmm. say, fucked it up in real time, and, we'll, and and here's the result, and here's what we've done, and we will never speak it of again. And they don't. They don't answer questions about it. There's no follow-up, and if you don't like it, tough shit. The Big Ten is a, chicken, sh- is a chicken shit organization with chicken shit individuals in leadership. Kelly Pfeiffer's with a chicken shit referee, and Fran McCaffrey is the exact kind of guy we all know Fran McCaffrey is. There's a reason why the other Big Ten coaches have no use for Fran because it's that shit that he does that demonstrates the true lack of sack that he has. He's a bitch, and fuck him.
0: I I have a theory on why Kelly took the step forward, by the way, uh, and it goes back to— I, I'm sure this has been a thing in, in soccer, but it, you know I never umpired at your level, Plum, but I at least— compared at a certain level in baseball and softball and the when a coach has a confrontation with you you meet them halfway Sure, because it it gives you a space to retreat to and if the coach follows that's a that's, that's a red line uh yep. and so maybe kelly taking a step forward was also an invitation to fran of a uh, take one more step i i dare you to take another step uh and and maybe he was <laughs> setting a line of like we're done here uh, and it, and it it took a moment or two more, and and so if I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, because it, it yep. for sure unequivocally should have been a technical, and and yep. it's and it stinks because it is it's up to him to make that call. It's it, he's the one who has to say this is intimidation, which well, he's not as we talked
2: a- about. One of another one of the officials on the floor could have done it, but I understand Plum what you're saying. It puts him in a position to not even forget his other technical that he issued. Of
0: also, it 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 plays into a what was then a bizarre masculinity standoff that was happening Mm -hmm. too. Of having to say
3: what you're trying to do is intimidate me. Um. Yeah I mean it, and, and 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 let's just say this too and this is probably the final point of it because again when this happened we are still up at least 10 points
2: yeah we're up like 13 so, at that point
3: 12. so fran knows that they've lost kelly knows that iowa has lost Ejecting Fran does nothing.
2: Nothing, and that was what was really weird that he chose not. Well, but it caught Iowa angle.
3: See, but but is and this is as a ref So you're looking at this like most people would. As a referee, I'm looking at it like this: if I run Fran or I don't run Fran, nothing changes for me because if I run him, I make a point. I've got to do a giant report. This is where my bread is buttered. I'm gonna have to do some fucking schmoozing and making no every every coach will take one T. It's like the yellow card. Every coach will take a yellow card. But if you're sending a guy off, you there's some there's some shit that now you have to do to get he, square again.
2: Fran just got ejected a couple of games ago as well. Yeah. He,
3: and 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 yeah. but Fran is Fran is unhinged. So he's not a, he's not a good guy. And this proves it. And these referees know that. Like there is no soothing over things. So this had to be someone else that was going to do it. Kelly wasn't going to do it. And because Kelly, which we know because of these reports that service, Kelly doesn't have the personality to go up to Fran and meet eye contact and say to him, we're not doing this. Do you have a question or go back to the huddle? And that's the red that's, line. It's, it's not. That's the right. He, call doesn't have, the, right he doesn't he
0: have, he doesn't have the personality, have, you have a thing or otherwise you need to go back. You got Fran to go back to the huddle. Then it's, then it's an easy, but you,
3: but you standing there like that, like just, uh, it's because Kelly doesn't have, and this is on the big 10. You can be a hundred percent behind the whistle on your follow selection, on your foul recognition and on everything else. If you can't engage like this at that level, you shouldn't be doing the games. And this is a, it's a bad look for Fran, but it's one we expect. It was a worse look for Kelly Pfeiffer, who I'll tell you, this is going to be insufferable from now on because they just pulled his pants down and it's the size of a thumb and everyone knows. And now every other coach in the big 10 knows where, where, how to push that button, just how far you can go because Kelly's got no sack. So,
0: well, not the reason we lost the game, but I think a worthy deviation. Uh, and I'm sure I, th- I think we're probably going to end up revisiting this. I- either way, last week, Greg, you said, uh, I-, I think we discerned uh, freak out. If we lose both. Um, we didn't, but freak out. If we, re- a-
2: if we lose the rest of them,
0: <laughs> is that a good, a
2: good t- yeah, t- on this, And, on this
0: and part. this was, and this was an epic collapse. I mean, and it's an all timer. Like
2: every all timer win, though, needs another side, and we were the other side in this case. Yeah, it's um,
0: not balanced in the universe. All right,
2: all um, right. So we, I want to talk before we go off off Grand River on Grand River. We got to talk hockey real quick. So
0: yeah, and gymnastics um, too. By the way, we should probably shout out
2: all we all hockey needed was for the University of Michigan to get – to beat Notre Dame this weekend, uh, to get a, a place in the – to host the – To, Big to Ten have,
0: get home court, Edwards, right?
2: right? Or home home ice. To, get, to have uh, more games at MUN this year. Michigan couldn't be bothered to do that. They'll drop both games to Notre Typical. Dame eventually, which means that now MSU hockey needs to go on the road in the Big Ten tournament to Notre Dame. Um – as the fifth place in the standings, I believe is where we ended up. So, best of three series, um, playing on Friday at seven and four thirty on Saturday. Games are on FS two, so watch that hockey. Um, and then again, if a third game is required in the thir- in the three game uh, playoff, six p.m. on Sunday is I think is when it's going to be. So, unfortunate uh, Michigan. Could have done something useful for us, but no, here we are. No, uh, related,
0: uh, or a quick, uh, note that we will do, I promise I, we will do a better job of, uh, next week, but gymnastics is crushing it right now. Absolutely crushing it. Um, the, there's a competition where it's, I forget the name of it now, but it's five, five teams, Uh, Michigan State came in with the highest score overall. They're going to have great uh, placement in the Big Ten tournament. I suspect they're going to make the NCAA tournament. Um, Just is a fantastic squad. Uh, Greg, we're going to circle back briefly to the Indiana game because you were there. Yes. And my understanding is that there were some announcements made over the PA that
2: maybe should be getting a bit more coverage than they are. Well, it's not uncommon for previous players to come back to Breslin Center. We all know that. We've all been at games where previous players come back. It is a little uncommon that that person should be in the NBA right now, but they're not because they uh, are committed. Allegedly? You know, domestic assault. Is it? A, well, a, yeah, no, I, how I know. How are we, where are know. we in the, what, what, what are editorial do? standards? Yeah. Um. Miles Bridges was back in town for this game because he's not playing for a team right now. And he was announced on the PA and he was giving, I I think there was a bit of a delay in it, but he was given a round of applause by the, by the stands. Um, and
3: (laughs) boo hiss.
2: I, I don't want to let our fans off the hook. Clearly they're MSU basketball fans. If they're in that building I would think most of them do know the allegations around Miles Bridges. I would hope that they, if they did clap and they're aware of the allegations that they might regret it a little bit. My problem is with the Breslin center featuring him. And you the don't program, have Michigan state. Yeah. I, now, Let's not put this on the PA people. Like that's not on them. But, but the the program does not need to yeah the program does not need to bring him back Breslin center definitely does know the allegations against him 100 yeah, there's
0: an SID is my point that that says hey
2: miles is in town let's do a thing yep. You yep. don't have to do what? that <laughs> And I, I also want to be clear, if you're Tom Izzo, I understand that you don't want to give up on one of your former players. I understand that to you, he's a guy that you've known for a long time. He's a guy that you think you can help redeem. I understand those things. I also think he doesn't have to be in the building. He can be in your office watching the game and he can meet with you or the team or whatever it is after the game. I'm, I'm disappointed in the program more than anything yeah that he was featured in this way. And I am a little bit disappointed in the fans that probably knew about the allegations and chose to applaud him anyway. I We have enough going on for us as MSU. We don't need to be applauding domestic abusers, men that threw their wives through windows in front of their children. So (laughs) I... It was, it was a bit of a pall on an otherwise very positive evening, even as, and we haven't even talked about it. Like they did the, of course they did the whole Spartan strong thing at the beginning. It was, it was just a dis It was a disappointment to me. Yep. What, what do you guys think?
0: No, that's well said. I mean, I, I frankly, if it wasn't the first home game back,
1: I think this gets to be a bigger deal than, mm. I, I mean, because the media attention was elsewhere, mm-hmm. but there, there is, you just, you said it
0: well, there are other ways that if you're Tom Izzo, you can support Miles Bridges in, in becoming a better person. Cause yeah. let's like, let's take it not, rehab like let's assume good intent here and this isn't about rehabbing an image this is about tom wanting someone to be a better person which i'm sure that's how tom views it yeah Mm -hmm. because tom because tom is oblivious to the the imagery of these things
2: yeah we know that so we do know that from the mateen situation
0: that is where i'm just like man you you just like it, it's and it's it's hard to put this all on Tom cuz literally anyone could have stepped in and said nah yeah like we're not, we ain't doing that <clears throat> Can't today. Do it. and then, and the and the crowd could have stepped in and said nah we we're, yeah, not, we're, we're not, not celebrating today Yeah. like i mean there were just a lot of levels of of failure across the board i i certainly want and hope that miles uh does things to make himself a better person than he clearly is. Or
2: at least yeah. Miles is gonna continue to be a living human being in our society. He so I want
0: better to... things for him. Yes. Like yeah. I, I I want him to find ways to normalize relationships with his family and like I like because his kids are certainly going to want him in his, in their lives and and right. he needs to support his wife in some capacity or another so like i want good things in that regard but like you did a, a a fucking ugly thing yep and and clearly that wasn't the first time so yep so i just i don't know why and 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 i give i give a little shit to to the entirety of the MSU media ecosphere because as we're about ready to talk about their opportunities, people find opportunities to shit on Michigan state that are not worthy. This mm. one was worth calling out.
1: Mm.
0: Like you do not need to enable abusers. You don't need right. to platform them. Platform them is the better way of saying it. Like I, I, they didn't enable yep. abuse in this particular instance, but they platformed an abuser. And that man, that that really makes me upset. I'm disappointed in Tom. I'm disappointed in Michigan State. I'm disappointed in the Breslin crew. I'm disappointed in the SID department. Like uh, everyone failed. Everyone. Fans failed. Like
2: everyone failed. Yeah. Anyway, it was a big, it was a bummer. It was a bummer and one that I'm glad we called out. Should we call out more people? Is this on Grand River or is this off Grand River? Let's. Let's say that this is the. Why don't we use this as then we'll transition
0: to also will not shit on Michigan State and then we'll shit on Michigan State. How's that
2: sound? All right, let's do that. That's great. There is an article this week in the LSJ and the Free Press about how MSU technically had the ability to remotely lock the doors at the Union, and as part of that, they're also exploring other infrastructure. Issues that might have helped people on campus with the shooting. Um, There's a rather substantial article going through all of that. Included in that are profiles of students that were at Berkey Hall and other rooms, or as we've heard from the professor in the in the room that experienced the shooting, his own uh, experience of trying to themselves barricade the doors. Um, But the the take is. And the, the way that the article approaches it is MSU made decisions that actively put people at risk. Is that is that the crux of it? Am I introducing this properly?
0: I think that's right. Because um, it's, it's not only made active decisions in the moment, but it implies it made active decisions in how they spent money prior to the shooting.
1: Mm-hmm that it implies cost lives mm-hmm. or at least resulted in casualties. Um, I, I think if we're
0: looking technically at the article, that's wildly unsubstantiated. It, it certainly makes that implication, but it is not, it's never articulated in the article that Michigan State at police command knew about a shooting before the shooter entered the union, right? Correct. So, like, you have to you have to find out that Michigan State knew about a shooting at Berkey and had time to close the union before the shooter made it there. That's unknown.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, so let's start there. That I, I think the article shit on that basis alone. Like, you need to at least articulate that MSU could have had that knowledge, and that's not articulated.
2: They published that uh, they had the capability to remotely lock the doors, but you're absolutely correct. They did not substantiate whether or not they had the capability of knowing where the, the shooter was at that time. Right.
0: The, the other thing that uh, the, the article does point out is that if the doors had been secured remotely, which I think actually validates probably my just previous point, but that if the, the, the doors had been secured remotely, that law enforcement would not have been able to enter the building.
2: Enter the building.
0: Correct. Which yep. indicates to me that they in fact didn't have knowledge in time because the implication is the risk there of locking the doors is that you may well have locked the shooter and all of those potential victims... In without the support of law enforcement. Yeah. Yep, I mean that's actually if you sort of work through the logical progression, that's the piece that's missing in all of this because that that would explain the the rationale that Michigan State uh, the the reasoning behind their decision. Yep, I I find though that w- whether this is actually worth publishing from a those points.
1: That this is an ugly article in that it, it places blame on victims. Mm-hmm. That, you know,
0: what, it's easy to shit on Michigan State as an institution, but as an institution, it was also a victim. Right. Like, it, there are, oh. it, you know, there are three students dead, five who at best will have scars. At, like that is the the best case scenario for them. <clears throat> and there are thousands that live with trauma. Frankly, I, I think it's beyond that because I don't know that all of us as alum have mm-hmm. fully digested what happened. And and we weren't even I mean, Greg, I you you obviously were in the vicinity, but I wasn't there. And I still am I'm not working the same way that I used to. Like my work day is not the same because I mm-hmm. still think about this from time to time. So for all of that to happen, and then for you to be like, well, Michigan State could have done more. Wait. Michigan State didn't buy the gun. Michigan State didn't bring right. the gun. And it, and and you've chosen to make the person who did the wrong thing in all of this An institution whose job it is, is to educate people. Correct.
2: Placing blame. And to educate educate people at a a massive scale. A massive, the job of Michigan State University- is to educate as a land-grant institution which means you have to have a large footprint. You have to offer classes all throughout the morning, noon, night, evening. You have to do so at a scale that is difficult to manage. Yeah, I was I was going to get on the back end of this, but it's worth
0: bringing up now that because a lot of a lot of the the article was about sort of a a not that it was slow rolled, but that security improvements were coming on it on a time frame. Mm-hmm. It just hadn't happened yet, and that other schools, na- namely Small smaller stuff. schools, yeah, smaller schools in Michigan, had that had these things. Michigan State is, I believe, by geographic footprint, the largest university the in, largest. The sta- in the United States. The largest, yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so that means implementing security measures at a goddamn cow field that's mm. miles away i mean the bovine research institute is a real place on campus
2: but, but maybe that's not a priority but you could prioritize no, but but
0: but but the but you, point you is, were going
2: in the right direction you were right. go go ahead michael yeah
1: anyway i there is a solution to these things and To suggest that it's on the
0: responsibility the responsibility of educational institutions to prevent senseless acts of violence Mm. is bonkers. It's it's not bonkers. To make the implication that this article made is bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Because there is a solution. There are other countries that have case studies of mass shootings and then did something about it. And it's, they got rid of the fucking guns. Yes. That's the solution it's not, to this. I'm and, and, and the thing is, earlier this year, we watched an elementary school get shot up where there were police at the, the
2: school. Like, there is a solution. It's get rid of the guns. And, and there and, were locks on the doors. And there were people there. and this, And there are and, metal
0: detectors. And there's yes. all... The bullshit. Remember, remember all the shit that we did. uh, uh, No, uh, that's uh, that's going down a wormhole. I'm not. I I, MSU can do a lot of things to secure their campus, and they will. And this has accelerated the timeline on all all that. But to imply in some way that MSU could have done more here is to to put responsibility on a victim. It's to say what was she wearing? Like this is bullshit. We shouldn't talk like this anymore.
2: And And then. Remind, remember everyone, the net outcome of this is going to be those of us on this call and most of us that listen to it are mm-hmm. going to lose access to the union on like yeah. a given day. Like it's going to be the union is maybe open on Saturdays and Sundays. Otherwise, you need to key into it as a student or a faculty member. Like if if that's what you want of your public institutions, that's the direction you're going. Although, also remember that in most of these cases of mass atrocities, those people have the key cards to begin with. Um, but at the same time, yeah. if, if for those profiled in the piece that were
1: yes, using yeah, belts no, and that's...
2: things to keep doors closed, I understand that you were scared in that in those cases. I understand that you have frustration. Maybe you have a point that individual. Doors you wish you mis- You had more resources. Closed. Yes, I, I get that. I understand that. I do. It's on the the free press and the LSJ to look at what they're publishing and make a decision about how this is going to read, who it puts the onus on, and what it implies in the long run. And it's a colossal failure on the part of those two institutions to publish such a piece.
0: Yeah. The the headline could have and should have been MSU fast tracks, security, planned security measures.
2: Like, and one line in that article at the very end is from someone at one of the institutions that has all those security measures that says something like the most important thing is law enforcement. And as we've said, law enforcement did a fantastic job in this case. So if in case of a prioritization and though, and thinking about where to allocate resources, Clearly the right decisions were made and lives were saved in that case. Because we have to think as a society, what if he, what if he tries to enter the union? He can't, he goes across the street to the land shark where there's 30 people in a basement. Right across the street. You can see it from the door that he left.
0: You're yeah. There's, there's an assumption here that MSU locks the doors of the union and he's like, I guess I'm done. He's like,
2: well, bomber. Bada bee, -bee boo boo.
0: Because isn't isn't the reporting that we have it as now, and I'm sure we'll get more details that that law enforcement actually flushed him out of the union, chase him out,
2: yeah, and chase and him out presumably resor- away from campus.
0: So let's move now that we've we've defended Michigan State as an institution. Let's talk about them being dumb. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, I'm going to set this up and then I'm going to turn it over to you too. Cause I talk too much. Uh, uh, Hopcat is the biggest example of this, but chose to, uh, have a fundraiser for the Spartan strong fund yep. where they were going to donate. I, I think it was 15%. It doesn't really matter, but all of their beer and wine sales, uh, or beer and, uh, sorry, sorry, beer and cider sales to the Spartan strong fund and Michigan state stepped in and said, no. Yeah, you can't do that because we don't want to be affiliated with the drinking.
1: Mm.
2: Says the institution that's got that that has welcome week. week. (laughs) Yes, that has welcome week, and it just has gambling garbage all over the place at games now, and is and is lobbying for drinking at Spartan Stadium. At Spartan Stadium, I thought was going to be at Mun this year, wasn't disappointingly, but like. MSU still so good at own goaling. You have tons of goodwill. They can't you, help it. You have no reasonable person thinks that, oh, oh, Hopcat is going to donate 15% to the Spartan Fund. It must be because MSU loves binge drinking. No reasonable person is reaching that conclusion or anything close to it. Even, even Miss Nation back in the 20s, you know... Breaking liquor bottles wouldn't have come to that conclusion. It just, you have a window here where people want to help and people want to just have community. And Mm. you choose for no reason that I can articulate to just shut it down and make yourself a heel for no, like what a dumb own goal situation that we just we love these it's our favorite thing i don't know maybe i shouldn't be that that worked up about this because i think it's it's fine
3: i got myself worked up about uh, other inconsequential things i i think that the this is where again you had some asshole in the I don't know what of our offices office of intellectual property who fucking knows what licensing office exists at the university who just said, we didn't give them permission for that. They're using our insignia. They don't have permission for that. I don't think this was a, they didn't want the food or they didn't want the money. I don't think it was even a value judgment about the beer. I think it was literally some dumbass was like, we have to write you a letter, sir. You, you didn't get the letter. So I, you know, it's like th- and that for me is, but that's, that's, that's universities are bureaucracies. They, the people who work for universities with a yeah. few exceptions, JD, Jerber, uh, one of them, one of the only, I might add, um, sometimes in those offices, particularly are folks who function excellent in bureaucratic environments where there are strong, very clearly defined rules and expectations. They didn't follow the rule. I have I I know what to do when they don't follow the rule. I follow Rule Two Point Four, which says now I have to. And so that's all that was.
2: Yes, and, you're, you're right, and I hate that you're bringing me down off of sorry soapbox. Your and you're all correct. Right. Um, but there are. It, it seems like this week there should be a check. That yeah, says, someone yes,
3: and 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 trust trust that there was trust it. Yes, someone was like. And you know the kid's name was Kevin too. Kevin, can yeah. can you come it's in true. here like, quick, buddy? You want to sit down? We mm-hmm. we got to talk, Kevin. But
2: but but no 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 no. You're, you're right. You're here right. I say, uh, but yep. it's unfathomable to me that we wouldn't, uh, you know, enforce our our trademark <laughs> well, and, our <laughs> trademark rules in all See, cases. I, I think, as
0: as someone who does a fair amount of IP defending at work right now ah, is right? someone that's uh, a recovering lawyer no, re- n- recovering uh, non lawyer No 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 because we saw we saw people capitalizing on the the tragedy by creating uh unauthorized Spartan strong shirts MSU yes. warned about it So Correct. I understand Michigan State's vested interest mm. in being protective of of its community but yep hopcat wasn't going
2: anywhere like you could have sued them after the fact (laughs) yeah (laughs) like this isn't complicated hopcat doesn't want the smoke of not cutting that check at the end of the day (laughs) which to their credit they went ahead and cut the check anyway yes but this is not some fly-by-night etsy store you know, or some dude standing at the uh, on the bridge over the red cedar just hawking t-shirts. Um, yeah. it, this is not that. This is Hopcat, which has multiple locations and was founded by an alum. And I know a VC bought the brand, and I don't know how involved he is anymore. But like, he's probably a little pissed about this. Like, you're still it's still part of you, right? So Did- I don't. D- Did we note, though, where donations are at? Uh, I mean... The, I the, LS- LS- the LSJ had it that-
0: just shy of 1.5 million.
2: But that's which- just for the GoFundMes. That- those are just the GoFundMes oh. of the individuals.
0: Oh, that wasn't the Spartan Strong. Okay.
2: No, that does not... Which m M-M, uh,
0: tweeted out, so, you know... Uh,
2: well, you Haley know? is a Spartan, so... Uh, yeah.
0: Real ones, no.
2: All right, uh, let's go
0: from uh, a divergence down to, uh, we, we also didn't talk about Rutgers for a very brief second.
2: Yeah, I we guess this last- is relevant, so we probably should. But go ahead. The, the Minnesota game is not going to be rescheduled. It was always going to be kind of difficult. It relied on other teams changing their schedules for it to happen. And Rutgers decided that they're not doing that, which as I understand it, actually they can't. The Big Ten could have overridden that, but uh, um, yeah. So Rutgers um, could have again a little bit of an own goal situation. Probably could have made it a nice big feel good thing, like least we can do type situation. Mm-hmm. But because yeah, they uh, were the first with the
0: moment of silence, so and I, mm-hmm. I found that incredibly uh, uh, kind because they, as we said, we expected Michigan to do something because they we there. they had to. Uh, yep. but Rutgers didn't. And then it ends up being that, um, in truly in a look at me situation, uh, that was Rutgers just doing the performative bit.
2: Don't forget about me today.
0: Yeah. Uh, we really should have cut that, that bit and just put it right here in the pod. Uh, and I want to, I want to shout out because, uh, sort of friends of the pod, are you screw podcast? Uh,
2: Who's very kind. Were, They're very, very good people.
0: Yeah. They was also, they. yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, right. Was tweeted out that this is certainly a decision to not help a school that just went through a shooting. That's a decision. Uh, so it's, I, I don't put this on the Rutger fans, but as much as I thought I was never going to drop the S again, Rutger has,
2: Lost the S for you could have like done something. Backsliding into Butker situation. Yeah,
3: we're close. We're close to Butnerville. There, I'm afraid we're very close to Butnerville. So
2: thank you for your empty uh,
3: gestures, Rutger.
2: We are uh, a little late on time. So our previews are yep. going to be: we're playing Nebraska and Ohio State, two teams that we've played before. Uh, Nebraska's hot. To listen to those. Nebraska's, Nebraska's got some wins. Unfortunately, and we got go Nebraska. I think only lost one at
0: home this year.
2: Well, let's go change that. Huh, team? Huh? Yeah. Huh. Uh, and Ohio OSU's State? win. Ohio State also hot. Should we <laughs> They got their second Big Ten win. Third! Third Big <laughs> Ten win.
0: Oh, that's just that's just to make it more humiliating. That's just amplifying the uh all right
2: northwestern win is on the road i didn't realize that
0: oh no way well i mean uh, uh, northwestern can be good no one cares there though so that's still always a, a home win um let's do our not a sponsor shall we
2: yes uh plum tell us who's who's not sponsoring us this week
3: Gentlemen, this week's episode of Can't Read, Can't Write is not brought to us by Khaki Chopped Wood. (laughs) Located in the only city in the state that named itself after a lady tree, Khaki Chopped Wood is here to meet your tree removal and branch clearing needs during ICE emergencies. Not reachable via website, email, or phone. Their pleated lumberjacks take to the road in mid sized SUVs during unpassable weather conditions against the advice of both law enforcement and common sense. Yet, if massive elms come down in your pocket of Pleasantville, trust and behold, Michigan's favorite pro life wackadoodle has an axe to grind, and he carries it in his Ford Edge. So if trees are down by you, just uncuff your dockers and chant into the wind the khakis, the khakis, the khakis. And soon, who'll have it better than you? At least in firewood, nobody.
2: <laughs> it feels well, good having not sponsors back. Uh, we really need to make that
0: a thing. Uh, we should. Well, we should
2: try. Right. Uh, uh, you know the, the uh, we'll try the harder. Coming. Yeah, we'll but, try harder. Uh, yeah, we're we'll we're soon harder. to have no sports to talk about. It's so, we'll do it <laughs> so true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, should we get into All some right. Twitter questions, gentlemen? Yes. Yes. First up, Adam DeLay. Why they no foul? Well, <laughs> as it's written in blood on my wall, Tom does know that it can be done. Um, I think it's a lie. It's a lie to all of us. It's a lie straight to our faces that he Fair didn't enough. think about it. I think it's because he didn't trust our inbounding. I think, I think that's uh, what it was. Yep. Uh, you found. At least he could have called a timeout inbound. then. He, he could have called
0: the timeout then. He could have done it. Well, oh wait, he could have called the timeout before. Uh, all right, next up, listener Mike Jones. What is coaching malpractice, and was this it? I mean, yes,
2: yes, yeah. I mean, there's so many different uh, plum. You just you did the whole Tom Izzo bit. Like I did the whole bit. He fucked it up. It. Yep he has to say that this is entirely on him so that the team can put it out of their minds and they can move on. It wasn't. Also, it's fairly on him at the same time. It took one person stepping up and doing their job. That could have
0: been getting a defensive rebound. It could have been calling a timeout.
3: Like it could have have been been a lot of things. things. Yep. So
0: Tom lost the game because in the same way that Joey lost the game by not getting a defensive rebound, like Jay Nakins lost the, ga- they yeah, all lost all the game. They all lost the game. Lost the game. Yeah, uh, next from Mike Jones. When a team shoots 84% from three during regulation, you can
2: usually sit back, relax, and enjoy the game. Why does college basketball hate us? Well, I did enjoy the game through 98% of regulation. <laughs> Some might even
3: say 99.9% say- of regulation. <laughs> <That>. <laughs>
0: Uh I I do we hat tip Andy H earlier though? No, uh, I don't. Because this is yep. the 35th season at or above 500, which is the longest streak in the Big 10 of all time and no one has an active streak that's even close close like, to that. Yep. Yeah, so, Iowa
2: State's obviously dropping theirs if they even have it at the I think No, they they're the not active players, but, Okay. Yep.
0: They I I I just say that as a as truly all timer as this game was. Yeah. Like it's, look at NCAA tournaments. It's Kansas slightly above us. Gonzaga one behind us. And then I think Michigan's like sixth on the list of streaks in the tournament at six. Yeah. Like, I mean, we are, it's, we have it really good. We have it really good. It's worth remembering for, for folks who are out on Tom yep. Um, The positive for this week, Mike Jones says, Akins, Hogard, Walker, averaging 55 points, 12 assists, nine rebounds, and three and a half steals per game. That is a positive. While shooting 68% from three and 86% plum from the free throw line. Too low? Mm. Too low. Too, way too uh, low. Guard play wins in March. Hopefully this is a sign of things to come.
2: I don't know. I think we know who this team is. I think they have a ceiling. I think they're not getting to the second weekend
3: of the tournament. Oh, they're going to get to the second weekend of the tournament if they get to the tournament. Uh, the jury is very much still out on that question. <laughs> okay, uh, I disagree, but okay. okay.
0: <laughs> uh, Bill Caulfield is up next, which I don't Belle. know if this is Bill's hey, first Belle. time. If it is, welcome. Uh, who Bill, are asks- related to Holden or not? oh boo as someone Sorry. who shares a name boo
3: uh right. what
0: the actual f
3: that's it that's my question well well taken well taken it's the right question in fact some might say it is the only question uh next up jd is that our jd maybe
0: no and it's not a uh, bear uh this maybe is a first time jd but if it is uh, welcome jd if not
3: sub jd the Sorry. more jds the better the more J.D. is the better. Was the Iowa loss, our 2015 home OT loss to Minnesota after not following up three cost us the game moment?
2: I don't even remember this. And I, yeah, I don't three. sure watch this game.
3: Yeah, any overtime loss to Minnesota should definitely make you physically sick.
0: But when you say like, our, uh, it implies that this is a different team that we're Well, maybe he's a
3: student. Maybe he's a student. So maybe this is his
0: maybe Uh, either way
3: or uh, or she. Sorry, I'm making an assumption. But
2: yeah, I mean, a foul may have won the game. And Tom, as I said, never does this, but he did do it once earlier this year. So (laughs) maybe it was an accident. Point is right. It means we would have had to inbound again.
3: Mm, we do have someone needs to work on this and this is where i found in practice throwing toasters at players for not inbounding the ball correctly is in fact a winning i thought you were throwing
2: toasters at players while they were in the shower
3: shower free throws inbounding
2: those toasters are walking to school they're in the shower they have to be that was the joke
3: yeah i know it was good
2: uh, I'm, I got a question for uh, Mike Jones. Do you think our JDs are better? I, if our JDs had to fight our Mike Joneses, who would uh, uh, Oh my God. Ooh.
0: Well, Jared Bear is coming up later. So why don't we find out?
2: But and he fights go dirty. He yeah. sticks. He
3: fights dirty. You know yeah. he does. Yeah. Who
2: brings the booze though? Who brings But the Mike booze? Jones brings Molotov my, cocktails. this, this is a good circles? fight.
3: This is a good fight. <laughs>
2: All well, right. James. Next this is
3: Thomas kind
0: of Sambiasi. Should we be worried about going to defense? Should we be worried about defense going into the tournament? Uh, adds a disclaimer on this question. I've only been able to listen to the radio for the last several games, so I have zero clue how the defense actually looks.
2: Yeah, you have zero uh, clue how the games have played. What's happened? Yeah, now. I
3: just need to say, Will Teeman is doing no one any favors, and. Oh, God, please. Not that WJR is really respectable in anything, but for the love of God, someone has to help us because it is painful listening to the the calls. Uh,
2: I will say, uh, Mr. Zambiasi, in Ken Palm, we are a more efficient defensive team, technically, than offensive team.
0: I mean, we held Indiana to 65. It's not like the defense was bad. Yeah. The shortcomings are where the shortcomings are, and we had an epic collapse at the end of the game. Like, I, I mean.
2: Correct. That's what it is. Um. Next up from Thomas, uh, is the Big Ten tournament underrated? I know the result doesn't mean much no. usually, but I enjoy it a lot. I also enjoy it a lot, and we are going to need the wins in the Big Ten tournament in
3: order to guarantee us a spot in the tournament. So. You are- Double and
2: tripling down on this bit. Oh, I'm
3: I'm not done. I'm gonna continue to go Aim into Save this
2: it. bit for next week. If we lose both these games this week, then I will you love will the you the love the both
3: and you love the both and I'm really an either or kind of guy.
2: That's a yes and and I Ooh. will I'm I'm with you, Thomas. I have Grown an appreciation for the Big Ten tournament when for years I was like, "Why are we wasting our time?" With yeah. But is
0: it underrated? I don't. I I think it's properly rated, which is it the
2: timing sucks.
0: It shouldn't sure. end on Sunday. Yeah, cares.
3: Yeah, that's right.
2: And finally, if MSU ever gets beer at games, what Michigan brewery should be featured? I vote Sagatuck or Shorts. Disclaimer on the first question. No, nope. uh, already, already read, read it. Right. I
3: I just want to say it can't be Hopcat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Or Harper's, <laughs> K.V. Harpers. Harper's. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would think Bush
3: so. Light over Harpers. Yeah, 1,000% correct.
2: You're not a Spartan weak kind of guy over there? Yike. Uh, there is a, uh, there, as if trying to make moves for this, there's a beer that's called Sparty Party, I believe. Uh, my sister just gave me one. I haven't tried it yet. I'll have one maybe next week uh, during the game. But like. It makes sense to they They might be playing moves ahead on this one. Um, there are some, I mean, there are some good uh, Bells. you could have LBC, you could have Bells. Oh, LBC. You could
1: no, have no, but shorts, uh, is the shorts, shorts is the is answer. Shorts is good
0: too. Yeah, shorts uh, Bells, uh, the Bells' daughter went to Michigan State,
2: correct? Oh, but they sold it. Uh, oh. Larry is no longer, yeah, he's out. He's out. They, they sold it. They founders and Bells are both owned outside of the state now
3: yeah boo earns
2: uh boo earns indeed john hubbard wants to know what's more upsetting to plumb bad play or bad officiator
3: bad officiating every single time every single time you know why because when it's when it's paid. just when it's good they're getting paid and when it's bad play i can blame the players and then i have someone to be angry at where ostensibly they can be coached to improve there's never accountability for a bad official i mean there is but you don't see it um, you
2: get to experience it you get, get to that. experience
3: it You don't, you don't get the, the uh, signer coming out on, you know, having to stand in front of the media and like just take pod shots.
2: So anyway, Ev Marie 24 is back. Welcome back. Good to see you. She wants to know why are sports paid? Yes. That's right. It was a good good. week for some reasons. Yeah. You had
0: fun during the middle of the week. (laughs)
2: Brevity is the soul of wit. The elegance of this, Uh, and also from every, what was worse, Tom saying he didn't think of fouling on the last (laughs) play, or regulation of regulation, or our three-point defense in the last minute. This is a good question. It's the three-point defense. It's the three-point
3: defense. It's one hundred percent the three-point defense. Yeah. I have a question. At what point, every game? Yeah, And, and at what point do the players take it upon themselves, like? You guys, you know Tom's not going to tell us to foul. We just have to foul. Like, isn't there a sort of, like a Like, isn't it on them to know how to play basketball? Like, it there has no to strategy? be
2: though, someone that, that has the cachet that they're not going mm-hmm. to be annihilated afterwards. AJ. It, like, it AJ should have done it. AJ or yeah, it should, AJ, it wouldn't have affected him, you know?
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, next from Tyrone Couch, uh, number two. Uh, there's not a number one. Oh, Jonesy loves that. I'm reading this. There's not a number. Oh one. no! Oh no no no! My bad. On, you Uh-oh. get that number. I'll read
3: this. All right, we'll skip ahead. We'll skip ahead. Let's go to JD underscore
2: Jammer. How, yeah. over- <laughs> How much is the Walking Dead overrated? How much is the Walking Dead overrated husk <laughs> of a show? This one goes to Plum, who's wasting his life. This is, bullying. It right now.
3: this is very bullying. They are really great programs with a high source of drama. And they give you a spook. Every episode's got at least one <laughs> spook. A spook. A he also spook.
2: wants to know, is it on like season 15 now? This I think it's done. Though, right? I think it is done. And I'm on season six or seven. You're
3: up to six? I've been flying through these. What
2: happens in season six? Because they're six? vapid Where? nothing TV. How dare you? And no, like it. Uh, we sit. We talk for an hour and a half every week, Plum. But I've got it, uh, and then we also like converse over the course of the week. I got to tell you, your your commitment to the Walking Dead has really greater dropped. Than the podcast, my standing for you. Like I, I would uh, have expected someone sure. to have figured out that this sure. is not worth their sure. time by
3: now. No, I haven't figured it out
2: yet. I, yeah. The thing is, I, I have a lot of pluck. I have it's, a lot of stick with it. Stick with oh, it-itis. No. This a tremendous Plucky disappointment is. to me. Um, and then finally, Jerber asks, was being right on the end of the D'Antonio era a problem because now everyone wants to be first to the end of the Izzo era? Oh, I like that question. The problem with this question is mm. I've been on Twitter and message boards for a long time and people have been saying it's been time to move on from Tom Izzo for like 15 Ever. years. Yeah, after.
3: 1998.
2: So it it is, Truth. this happens. 1998. This happens, this happens all the time. The fact that we're hearing it at the same rate that we heard it when I was in school mm-hmm. uh, or after, you know, the Syracuse game or Middle Tennessee just tells me oh. it, uh like the, the man's immortal basically. So it doesn't matter going also, back to Tyrone. Oh, you, can you I guys just want- add like, no, no, just next year we have a, a point guard
0: coming in that there are reasons to believe and not bad ones that may end up being a player that is like some other names we would iter it or uh, say of, of years past, like, We've had a lull, to be clear, but we've had other lulls during the Tom Izzo era, and we made the tournament, and this team is better than the last two by a lot. Yeah, teams. than the last two.
2: Th- that's what so, kind of sticks with me, is like, yeah. it th- it's been worse very recently. But, yeah. like, this it's, team is a lot more fun to watch by a substantial it, margin. I think yes. that it is also true, though, yes. that this is maybe the worst three-year run in Tom Izzo's entire career. So, sure. I, but, but... but Next year, I,
0: like I. Anyway, we, we Tom's got another run.
2: First up from Tyrone: uh, Why is it that I have to work late on days that it's seventy-eight degrees in February, and then when it rains, I'm off? Um, better than the ice storm. I hope all your family stayed safe, but it's all about me.
0: Uh, Wait, I did. No, no, no. Hold on. Okay. Sorry, that's not right. That's not Tyrone. That's an easy no, question. Not.
3: That's a Nate C question. God, you're a mess. Uh,
0: yeah, we'll am. we'll answer it now, Plum. You, no, 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 that's a Tyrone mm-hmm. question. That's a Tyrone question. Okay, Plum. Okay, so you're... you
3: gave it to Nate then too.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, that's I, where I you understand.
3: pasted it. I see. I see it down in Nate. All you're right. Sorry. In,
2: uh, you're in the DTE sphere, and I understand that they're having some difficulty. How yeah, you doing? You all right over there? Yeah, we
3: lost our power. Uh, it was annoying Wednesday night. We built a big fire. We uh, went to bed. We did not freeze to death. We woke up in the morning early and built another big fire. And wow. then I rewired the boiler and it turns out I'm an electrician. So nice. I was able to dis- no one that cares about this, but I'm very proud of myself. So I'm going to tell this. You should be. I disconnected the transformer on the boiler, which just powers basically a couple things. It powers the igniter so that the natural gas can like heat up. Right, the water in the boiler, and there's a couple other doohickeys, a little exhaust piece, and then like the the over water underwater alarm thing. Anyway, so just unwired it from the outlet in the wall where it was directly tied to to get 110 volts, and rewired the transformer to uh, the three prong plug, which I could plug into an inverter in my Jeep, and voila, we had heat even though we had no power as long as the Jeep was on. So that was great.
2: You lost me for a minute there. Like I truly did not care. And then you MacGyvered it to the Jeep. I MacGyvered it. I was back. You, you got back. me. That's cool. it to
3: the Jeep. That's it. MacGyvered is the right way to do it.
2: I, uh, I look forward to the day that I call you asking you to drive to my house to MacGyver my house to your Jeep. You know, it's interesting. It literally has to be
3: low voltage because you couldn't get an inverter to power like a furnace. Like if you have forced air, it's not mm, going to happen for you. We're out. So it's it probably has not gonna to be happen. a boiler Because you need consistent. I mean, you could do it on a generator for sure. You know, that you'd probably be getting enough wattage, but. You, yeah, you need something pretty low. Well.
2: Okay, good yep. to know. Next up from uh, from Tyrone, what the seven actual profanities happen? I missed the last few minutes of the game. I won an OT. It's all my fault, isn't it? Again, pretending a matter in real life. Yes. Actually, Tyrone, we spent all this time blaming the team and the coaching and we neglected to, to blame, blame you, yep. which is truly where the fault lies. Yes. I yep. can't believe we didn't see it until... Just now. You're a uh, bad
3: person and you ruined this for us. And really, did, you ruined it for Tyrone. I mean, fuck, Tyson. <laughs>
2: this is yes. Mm. Does one of the two of you want to take the rant of the week? Rant of the week. Cottage cheese. <laughs> Why? Who would
3: eat rotten milk with a cozy winter Airbnb name? <laughs> it's like if my second all-time favorite football team... Pontiac's finest, the Panthers. Of course, drafted that walking banana hammock Horst. Just throw the flag now. Two years in a row with awful picks.
0: <laughs> we didn't talk about that.
2: Our guy I, gets I taken first in the, overall it, in a uh, football draft, and we don't talk about it. I, I,
0: yeah, I, I scrolled batter. through the the yeah I scrolled through the 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 list of things that I sent you guys, and I was like, no, I'm not adding that to the outline. <laughs>
2: Uh, next up from Sportsball Joey. Since leaf has moved on to new sticks. Oh, I look forward to this. What? How do you and yours celebrate National <laughs> Pistachio Day? God damn you, Sportsball Joey. <laughs> God damn you to hell. <laughs> I like how Sportsball Joey just lying and waiting. Just in the weeds. Waiting to- until. <laughs> Moments, notice, right? knows that
0: Mama, Belief, Mama Belief was shamed into retiring the bid.
1: Oh
3: my god. <laughs> Endlessly oh. gnawing on the shelves. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: I refuse to answer this, Sports Ball Joey, but kudos, sir. <laughs> Kudos well to you. played. This is the bitch way we all better would like played than Mamapalif
2: ever played. Um, that's the important <laughs> thing that we should call out there. Uh, next up from Nate C: Tattoo removal or cover up? Pros and cons of both. You're asking the wrong question. Oh. I think. On this, do you have either of you ever gotten a tattoo? No, neither. No, of us. but uh, uh,
0: SEPAC had a tattoo that he removed. Uh, oh, he did. He
3: removed. What was it? Can you tell us or no? Is this related to? maybe you can't tell us that's okay we'll
0: we'll, we'll, we'll share briefly offline uh but uh well i know there's no one there's no one that we care that doesn't know uh he he uh had a his first marriage was uh, tattooed and uh uh-huh. he married much yeah. better the second time around like, yes she's freaking awesome uh in the off yeah. chance that she's listening like everyone would agree uh and so he attempted to remove
3: it. It was ineffective
0: in the grand wow. scheme of things. It, uh, maybe that had partly to do with the location, um,
3: on the tip of his penis, and that was <laughs> no, it's no, no, a no, hard no. place uh, to remove it. He, he
0: had his ring. He had his ring tattooed. Uh, so it was really hard to get rid of. So the nice thing is, is now he has the right ring over the right spot, but it still shows up if you.
2: So the answer is it, cover. The answer is cover. won't that be? A lesson to the two of us. No tattoos about the first marriage.
3: That's it. Now we know. Trial
2: marriage. Trial That's marriage. Trial.
3: That's the trial marriage. Next up from,
2: from yeah. Nate C. Nope, it stays. In fact, it's the title of the podcast. Uh, next up from Nate C. MS. Trial you marriage. you can't finish a game, so I'm going to finish a third question. I just I'm just. i not to going a, to finish a third question. So I'm not going to finish a third question. I just want to hear Alex Plum rip them apart for a few minutes. Well, then. I hope I, I met
3: your question. needs. Yes. I live to serve you, C.
2: And finally, considering MSU can't win on the weekends, is their strategy to play into the NIT because <laughs> those games are all on weekdays? People are saying. This is interesting because it gets back to the uh, to the criticism of our schedule this year, that we've been going on the road for all the weekends, giving other teams great recruiting opportunities and providing none of them. And better for home ourselves. crowds. And, and making it hard for home crowds. Like at 9 p.m., Tuesday night? Not ideal for a home crowd. It's just not. So, uh, next up, from Mr. Neurotic Pants, is it the players or Izzo effing up these light game plays?
0: I can't believe you said effing. Shame on you. Yeah, are.
2: very,
3: very bad.
0: Uh, PG, PG it's both. Three, you the answer is both. But ultimately, Tom Izzo, it's not just the last timeout he could have called. He could have called a timeout
2: at any point and been like, <laughs>
3: Any of the times.
0: Guys, try. Just hard. Try.
3: try to, to defend. Try to defend.
2: We still have to play a little bit of basketball here in these Please last games. try to games defend.
3: Games.
2: Uh, next up from Mr. Erotic Pants, Alex Plum is uh, the cocaine bear, your spirit animal. Uh, uh, you, are you guys familiar with this? Tisk, uh, tisk, tisk. With cultural appropriation or with, with cultural uh, appropriation of in the, in spirit in animals for
3: sure that. But yes, a cocaine bear is a movie. It is in theaters. It does look outrageously campy. I love a campy it, horror it movie.
0: Outgrossed Ant-Man.
3: Really? Well, that's, a, that's a low bar. The Marvel universe is stupid. I'll take my Walking Dead any day of the week. Is Ant Man Marvel? <laughs> the I cane, hope so. It cocaine, bear, uh,
0: cocaine Bear also okay. has uh Scott um uh, what's his last name? The guy who does the uh, the the customer service TikTok videos.
1: You you wow. guys have no. seen these? Oh, no, I don't a
0: think comedian so. Who does bits where it's sort of like a customer complaining, and then he does the response that everyone wishes they could give.
3: Oh, that guy. It's like, yeah, that's over the top, but he's also kind of like deadpanning it a little bit until he gets yeah. like really excited. Yeah, okay. His name is Scott. Yeah. Hmm.
1: It also it's apparently.
3: Last, one of the last roles, maybe the last role of uh, Ray Liotta. Uh, So, for no other reason to see Cocaine Bear. Or one out. All right, last up, Michael Jones from Raymond James. If Izzo shoved Graham Couch with two hands and ran away maniacally yelling and laughing, it's all part of the plan, laddie. How would you react to it? Would you trust him?
1: (laughs) I... I,
0: uh, who, who? Graham's recitation of the story or or that it's part of the plan? Uh, If this is an iteration on don't coach my team, then the answer is Mr. Erotic Pants, yes. Yes. I do trust Tom Izzo. Uh, And frankly, I think Graham would agree probably from time to time it deserves a good shove in the breasts. Sh-
2: <laughs> there's a fantastic show called The Upright Sense Brigade, which mm. was on Comedy Central back in our youth. I yes, saw it on it reruns. Was. And there's an episode where they invent a time machine reruns, re-runs on cocaine. They invent a time machine so that you can go back to talk to Jesus, see Jesus, shove <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> 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 Oh, that's good. <laughs> it reminds me of that. Thank you, Mr. Rodic Pants. Uh, leaf, <laughs> I, M- M- I We get to Whoa. see what the new is. This is so exciting. I don't For someone else to take it and do better. Uh, first from Momopole, what should be the official on-court distance for a stare-down between coach and referee in order to instigate a momentous change in the scoring outcome? Plum. Seven
3: feet. Seven feet, Susan. Get Seven the, feet.
0: Apparently, the, apparently the, whatever the, the distance was, that up. was the right distance.
2: It was the right okay. distance. Seven feet. Second from the Momopole, how did you weather the historic ice storm and did you participate in lifting a heavy tree branch, a.k.a. U of M's coach Habal? Haven't wood heard of Woodcutters.
3: Khaki yeah. woodcutters. Give them a call.
2: Who's got it better than us? <laughs> we need uh, to get a tree and,
0: service on the pod.
2: And finally, <laughs> uh, from the Mamopolief, sports figures get a bad rep. Justifiably so, sometimes because of their actions. But why can't all sports heroes be like James Harden? Adds this was supposed to be number three. Good. Yeah, that so I was I think Susan.
3: Uh, Set the context for the listeners.
0: Well, I think the context is that Susan thinks so little of our education that she felt that after doing one and two with no fourth option that we had mm. to know that this was number three. Mm-hmm. But wow. uh so uh is it how is James Howe is I think the
2: name John Howe John Howe John Chow? John Howe Chow John Howe James okay.
0: Yes, thank you. John Howe. Uh, is one of the uh the victims of the shooting um,
3: survivor who thank you
0: yes well yeah, th- all right thank you uh survivor of one of the shootings uh or is survivor of the shooting and and unfortunately looks to be paralyzed from the chest down for the remainder of his life uh huge james harden fan uh and that got to james harden uh james harden Like, I didn't know this uh, until the James Harden piece came through. So somehow this gets to James Harden, sends him a pair of uh, game-worn shoes, spends time with him via FaceTime, uh, I believe contributed to the Spartan Strong Fund and his GoFundMe. Uh, I have generally, as a at best casual fan of the NBA, found James Harden to be insufferable, and I am now a lifelong James Harden fan. Um, because that, like, I don't know. He didn't have to do any of that.
2: Uh, it was very, very nice of him. I, I've, uh, you know, the way that he handled the Brooklyn situation, I appreciate it a little bit.
0: Um, oh, I didn't uh, wait. What did he do? I didn't, I didn't hear about this. Well, this is how left. casual
2: of an NBA. F- He's he, like, he, i, I
0: Kyrie's, He got Kyrie's, out of there. <laughs> he was like, I'm nah. not
2: being involved in this. And he took a, a lot of the heat for it. Uh, and now after the fact, he's been like, hey guys, who was right the whole time? Huh? Yeah. Anyone? Anyone want to give me a little credit for this? Um,
0: All right. Uh, Respect yeah. James Harden.
2: Yeah. Uh, so very, very, very appreciative to Mr. Harden. And I, I, our hearts got to John as well. Uh, next up from the upper Deck jerk guy. How about Matty's playing these last two games? Huh? Huh? We already said it, yeah. but that motor baby,
3: motor, that
2: motor, motorboat. You made the right call, upper deck jerk guy. We got to give him credit. He called this before the season. Uh, to ask I don't think Mata. he called the start and the fall and the the rise of Mati Sissoko. He, he was right to choose Mati. Mati is the right guy to choose, and he nailed it. Seriously, uh, this is next up from upper deck jerk guy. Seriously, why are why are people do emotionally invested, so, so emotionally I so emotionally invested in a bunch of 17 to 22 two-year-olds playing a game that consists of getting a ball into a circle? It's a hoop. It exists in three-dimensional space, upper deck jerk guy.
0: Also, I think Malik is 25, if we're gonna break <sighs> this down, really. Yeah. So, you know, let's let's be real here. Uh also uh, look at your name and look inward. <laughs> uh i i do know you are a consistent uh person on the don't freak out about tom everything's going to be fine and i think we probably generally speaking find this loss to be on tom but would take him over any other coach in the big 10 right like is there maybe not fran (laughs) fran knows how to work the refs uh but why do I get so emotionally invested?
3: I don't know. I don't, have I don't know either. Life. Yeah, because I'm mentally unwell. I don't know what it is, but I am emotionally invested in it. And after that game, Jason was just like, What is wrong with you? And I was like, I am mad. And he was like, Why? And I was like, I don't know why. And I don't know who I'm mad at. And then I took a nap. I took a two hour nap because it was the only appropriate way to resolve. <laughs> My (laughs) anger and emotional unease. Literally.
0: I was on the phone because Greg was probably a solid 10 seconds ahead of me on. Hmm. uh, We were both watching on the TV, like not streaming. And for whatever reason, Greg was ahead of me. And I'm on the phone with him because I, I was, my anxiety had reached such a level at the end of that game that I couldn't be alone. And Greg's response to them tying the game was maniacal laughter. <laughs> like, y- your laugh now is small. Per- it is performative in comparison to the authentic laughter that you had when they tied that game.
2: Like, <laughs> I'm just
0: you so were so glad
2: there was someone there to chronicle it.
0: You were. It was an unwell response to what happened. <laughs> it was some ridiculous. might say healthy. It, it was ridiculous, but your ability to find joy in that moment was not sincere. I know deep down <laughs> you, you were not you were not happy and you laughed. I uh, think
2: yeah. Uh anyway, to address your right. point directly, Upper deck jerk guy, we appreciate that we've got this unwell community together. <laughs> we found like-minded <laughs> Sick individuals to uh, yeah. to have these conversations with this is group
0: therapy. and finally, greg, this is this one you can take. uh have you guys ever thought about getting someone to write a theme song for the show?
2: Cannot read and cannot write <laughs> That's a derivative. Uh, that's, great. Those, those no, that's great.
1: that's <laughs> great.
3: That's great.
2: but uh, we did. did we? At the, yeah, oh, you don't this is like do we really talk about having someone write a like have a fiver where someone writes us a theme song or something?
0: Way, I mean, way, way, way back. This is when we were, you know, still doing the, like we would the record a runs. show, but not publish it. Yeah. We yeah. talked about, should we get someone to write a song? And eventually we ended on the series. Uh, but, uh, you know, upper deck jerk guy, if, if you want us to stop, because MSU will find us eventually taking their IP. And they will tell us to
2: stop.
3: So if yeah. you know someone... that's why
2: we were so uh, so critical of this Hopcat situation is that we're whistling past <laughs> the graveyard. <laughs> God help us!
0: <laughs> All right, let's end it there, uh, guys. It's been good to see you. Good to talk to you. Uh, maybe the dumbest ending to a, a basketball game, but uh, this team is humming in some ways, uh, and so. I'm kind of excited to see how the end of the season goes. So, with that, go green.
3: Go white.
2: Before history is written, it's played.